1: I'm count down, three, two, hello, ooh, I got it, let me try it again, hello Miami! <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I've been losing my voice all day, but I saved it for that moment. Hello to everybody that has come to the BR Gridiron House at 1111 London Road, I want to introduce you to my friend, the best running back in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles, the best dual... Versatile, absolute freak of nature that we've ever seen at the position. Brian Arthur Westbrook. <laughs>
0: Give it up. Thank you. It, it, that's Brian Collins Westbrook.
1: Brian Senior. Arthur Westbrook. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, we have been spending the last few days, you and me separately, yep. talking about the Super Bowl, talking with stars and big names, and this is both of our wrap ups. This is really, I think, the last thing we're doing. Before the big game. Yes. Uh, we are here to all the 33% that have showed up. We love you. To everybody that's enjoying Taco Bell, DiGiorno, Wrangler. And whatever the hell else is here, we appreciate you, too. We are going to have some special guests coming in, including Super Bowl champion and greatest speech giver in the history of the world, Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Get excited for that.
0: That's a big guy right there. He, I think I know which team he's rooting for. You obviously know which team. Because his brother plays on the team. The nine, Oh, yeah. Right. The Chiefs. That's important. That's a, not, not oh, the, going Niners. To say the
1: Niners because they do a lot of pulling centers. They do you do a lot of that. The position. No, no. All right. You've been doing first things first all week, all week long. I'm curious, all the people that have come on the show. I'm sure
0: you made to make a prediction. Yes. Which team is getting predicted to win the most that you've heard? You know, what I've seen is that a lot of people believe in defense. A lot of people believe that in the Super Bowl, yeah. defense usually wins. And so because of that uh you know almost everybody like when the imagine. eagles hung 41 up on the patriots well yeah and then when the tom brady had over 500 yards yeah. it seems like defense might may not have done it yeah but they, they believe in the 49ers defense and their ability to get out through the quarterback and so a lot of people have picked the the san francisco 49ers did you hear any of warren sharp when me
1: and him talked about no i didn't hear it so warren sharp believes There are two aspects of what everyone's saying right now that is completely wrong. Okay. Number one, Jimmy G and the Niners passing offense is not only not bad, it's actually a top 10 passing offense. They were the eighth best passing offense against a top 10 pass defense schedule all year. And the other thing was the Niners' defense is not nearly as good as everyone's (laughs) saying. The statistics he had were crazy. They're not good in the red zone. They're awful against 11 personnel. I also think in the Super Bowl, and tell me if I'm wrong here, people love to pick the underdog. Yes. They love to say, I don't know. I got a feeling about the Niners. You played for Andy Reid. Do you remember after the Super Bowl when you guys lost, and I'm sorry to bring it up.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you did.
1: But do you remember where people were like, He was too conservative. They didn't play enough hurry-up at the end. My mentality is Andy Reid is going to open the bottle of water and dump it all over the desk and say, I'm going all out. I think the Chiefs might hang up 40 on the Niners. I'm not saying the Niners might not hang up 41 because I have that much faith in Kyle Shanahan. But I don't think that whole
0: storyline with the Niners defense is going to play out. Well, so you don't believe in anything that you've seen from the, the one of the best defenses in the league, the second best pass defense in the league. Are you telling me that you believe that everything that they did all season is all for naught? No. That, that, that everything that they did all season, even though they haven't been good in the red zone, right? Yeah. They, they limit teams getting into the red zone. So they're one of the top two teams in the league and not allowing teams to get to the red zone. That's why they've won so many games. That's why they've been so good. And you're telling me that everything they did all year is just false. Can't believe it. No,
1: no, 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 no. Something different. Because you know that I was fighting for the Niners very early on. You were. And I was saying that they were for real when nobody else was like, And they were saying how easy the schedule was. What I'm saying is they haven't faced an offense that uses this many wide receivers since the Arizona Cardinals. The one team that moved the ball whenever they wanted to. And And a mobile
0: quarterback, for that matter.
1: And Mahomes can run. Yes. So what I'm saying is, and look, I'm just stealing Warren Sharp's material at this point because he's the smartest football guy I've met. And the main thing he said was, if the Chiefs come out and throw the ball early, and those pass rushers start to get tired, they're not going to get there in the third and fourth. That's true. And we know Andy Reid likes to pass. That's true. The other thing he said was, the Niners are the best pass-rushing team on third down. Yes. But if the Chiefs can keep moving the chains and get third and short, yep. we'll never need to see it. My level of confidence in the dude who's on the shirts that's around that dude's necks, on that beautiful woman, on that dude hanging out with his elbow in a pole with a title hat and a beard in his left hand, and he's feeling great. Patrick Mahomes is unlike any quarterback we have ever seen in our lifetimes. hmm and I don't think he's going to get scared. I, My prediction is 37-34 Chiefs around there. In the 30s, I think Jimmy G is going to put on a show. Okay. I just think that we're going to see a lot of pictures of this. Nick Bosa like this. Tired. Yes. Because can you see it? Big time play. He comes around the edge. They got him. Mahomes sneaks out first down. And then they're like, even when we got
0: him, we don't got him. That's just that's what I see in my mind's eye. Can, well, you, can you picture this in your mind's eye? Yes. Uh, the, your ability of the 49ers to get to the quarterback. Can you picture the way that they've dominated the second-best team at getting to the quarterback in the league? They, they sacked the quarterback at the highest rate in the NFL every 12 dropbacks. Can you see that? And you made a lot of ifs. If they do this, if they do that. Well, here's the thing. He's been doing a lot of shows with Nick Wright if, this week. Can you tell? If, yeah. if yeah. the 49ers can get to third and long, yes. they have a high rate of sacking the Absolutely. quarterback. That, that means that Kansas City is not going to have a bunch of success running the football yep. on first down or second down or making completions on first and second down. I don't want a handy to run the ball down. one time. So you want, want to just go 70- straight past
1: passes from Patrick Mahomes. I will make another prediction. <laughs> my prediction is the Niners will sack Mahomes in the first two drives, and Westbrook will text me yes. and go, you're an idiot. See, I told you. And then you. that
0: will be the only sack they get for the rest of the game. That's my bold prediction. You made a comment about two games in particular. You're talking about Kyler Murray when they played against Kyler yeah. Murray. And, and Kyler Murray had two good games, yes. and he scrambled around, he ran around, all those things. Those actually happened to be the two good games that Jimmy Garoppolo That played. Jimmy Garoppolo yes. had four touchdowns those in each of those in games Orleans, in the New Orleans game. Jimmy G was phenomenal. Game. So, I mean, listen, I, I think that we haven't asked. Jimmy G has not been asked to throw the football. He has not been asked to win the game because Kyle Shanahan in the Super Bowl a few years ago yeah. learned that at some point you just do what wins. And at this point he said, listen, if we can just run the ball and yep. win, yep. I'll never throw it. That's That's my... John Madden style of offense. If I can beat you with the run game, I'm going to run the ball 50 times until you can stop it. Little brother of mine. You're right. Because that is, the thing about the Niners, too, is I could see them run all
1: over the Chiefs. Yes. That's why I think if you're not betting the over in this, one, you don't love life. Two, you don't love money. And three, do you really want to watch a game that doesn't go to the over? Like, come on.
0: No. Um, It has to go to the over.
1: I don't know if you guys are seeing this.
0: Tom Brady is going to the Dolphins. Tom Brady to the Dolphins. It, Can you believe uh, it? The news. Just Look at these broke. faces. Look at these faces. I'm fucking with you. No. I'm <laughs> looking, with you. <laughs> Look at these faces. Everybody's in shock. Right Everybody's
1: mad at you. <laughs> David Eber is
0: so upset. This guy right me. here just had a heart attack. He's down on the floor.
1: Yes, I've never done that before. I've never faked a breaking news, but it felt really good. But it's weird because I will say, Pro Football Talk. Tom Brady to Miami rumors are heating up. I just. I don't want to talk about this because I feel like
0: the chance of him leaving is like less than 10%. So what is he doing with all these pictures and these tweets? What's your take? Oh, man. I I just kind of think that Tom Brady has said, you know what? I haven't been a story in a little bit. It's the I, first Super Bowl that no yeah. one's talking about me. He's been in the Super Bowl every year. He's won the Super Bowl every year, every other year from 2014 until now. Every other wow. year, he's won the Super Bowl. Every other year, he, they've been talked about as the Super Bowl champion, as the, the defending Super Bowl champion. Yes. And this year, the conversation is all about, is Tom Brady done? Is the dynasty over? The offensive line coach is leaving. Josh McDaniels Heather, yeah. Yeah, he had a chance to leave. And so... I kind of believe, and and listen, Nick Wright, your boy, he was thought it was selfish. He thought it was wrong for Tom Brady to put the tweet out because his thought was, why would you take away from the game? It's about the game of football, the Super Bowl, and it's not about Tom Brady. And and my thought is, well, he'll take away from the game because he's trying to gain some leverage. Because for him, it's not about the Super Bowl game. It's about him finding his way through free agency whether the patriots are going to pay him or not or he's going to go somewhere else
1: can i break news to all of you for real i might upset you tom brady doesn't tweet dummy like you think tom brady is tweeting you think tom brady is mark no he's got a team of people i don't even think tom brady tom brady doesn't even eat strawberries and we're thinking he's out there (laughs) masterminding marketing plans tom brady doesn't do his instagram i'm sorry i know it's shocking but it's just to me. I look at it and I'm like, everyone, like, wow, what a great tweet by Tom Brady. Tom Brady has nothing to do with any of this. I'm telling you, it's going to come out tomorrow. They're going to say this was the marketing campaign for Tom Brady joining Joseph A. Bank, and he's selling jackets.
0: There's no doubt. It has about nothing it. to this do is with a Super anything. Super Bowl ad. Absolutely. Anything. Super Bowl ad. Edition.
1: What has entered right now? I'm not letting him sit down. The greatest haircut in the history of sports. The greatest speech giver in the history of sports. And a man that is not afraid to wear thong sandals. Jason freaking Super Bowl Kelsey, What's up, give brother. it up. How
0: are you, man? Good to see you.
1: There are mullets and there are Super Bowl champion mullets. Get in here. Your timing's impeccable. You can't even talk yet and I don't care. Jason, Jason Kelsey, there how you know. living,
2: bro? Oh, I'm doing great. You got any wine? I need some.
0: Oh, you
1: need a little Red wine? wine. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey. What do
2: you got here? Get him a wine. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this. Jason
1: Kelsey, starting center of the Philadelphia Eagles, best center for the last decade. Give him a round of applause. Look, we even got a dogs run faster. Hungry oh, yeah. Live. There we go. Uh, I don't know if Big you guys lane. saw the prank video. Me and, J- and Jason's brother, Travis, pranked Jason into thinking that he spilled wine all over a jersey
2: <laughs> with autographs like Michael Jordan and Justin Timberlake. I, I don't know how I still don't know how I fell. For you fell that, for man. that. Like, man. how would you have gotten JT, Michael Jordan, Jerry Rice, all these guys on this jersey? But uh, don't get out of here. Dude. Uh, not only do we
1: have the jersey. Yes. We got all the wine out. Oh, how did you? I got clean. What, what, it was special wine. <laughs> Seal it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I want you to have it. Are uh, you serious? Yes. Dude,
2: That's I'm honestly cool. going to hang this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is dope. Thank you That's very much. That's awesome. Ingmar's idea, Sean McManus' idea. It was, it was honestly something that he washed it, and he went, Sean, you washed it, but it <laughs> took all the wine out. Dude. But I want you to have that. Well done. If you guys can ever do some laundry for me, I got some stains. <laughs> yes. <to set. laughs> all right, so I never get to talk to people after a video comes out.
2: Yeah. What was it like? Where. Well, what, what were the what were your teammates saying? You guys made me look real good. I appreciate it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, "Man, I didn't. You you came off looking like a much better guy than you actually are." Nah. No. <laughs> no.
0: it's called editing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's exactly. what that's all about The, the magic know, of film. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that people understand and realize what this man does on the don't, football field. So, so now I'll tell you from a running back perspective, in, in the league today. Now, back when I played, we had fullbacks. We had the ability to say. I'm going to follow this guy as a running back because he's going to lead me the right way. Yes. These days, they don't have fullbacks. They say, we're going to have three wide receivers, one yeah. tight end. And now in the offensive line, especially with teams like the Philadelphia Eagles, you find yourself a center that can pass block. He understands the, the blitzing, the, the linebackers, and the safeties. But you also got a center that can pull out in front of you yep. and lead the way. And this guy right here. No has one been does it better. He's been the best in the league for a long time. Yes. Nobody does it better than Jason Kelsey. And there was a couple years where I'm like, well, it seemed like Jason's a little bit too small. But right. there was a point where I said, there's nobody better at blocking the nose tackle, snapping the ball, blocking the nose tackle, and then getting out on the edge and leading the, line, and leading the running back to space than Jason Kelsey. And here's the hard thing. Just imagine, guys, Jason's size, trying to block small, quick people and his ability he has an uncanny ability to be able to block people in space which is absolutely the hardest thing you have to do as an offensive lineman and sounds like you want to play behind this guy well there's no doubt about it i mean he's the best center in the game for a reason of course you Uh, want to play i would love
2: to play with you as well oh my goodness you you would make my job
0: so much easier because here's the other thing that offensive linemen centers do in particular they say okay this guy is the the mic and you block that guy and there was so, a lot of times, and I had good centers, Jamal Jackson. Hank Fraley. Uh, Hank Fraley. Great centers. Yeah. But there were some times where I'm like, I don't know who the hell I'm supposed to block right now. Not with Jason Kelsey. Yeah. The running backs always know the right play, the player to go to. The offensive line is always sliding the right direction to the overload. And so what's it like? He gets it done.
1: What's it like? Because I'm
2: sure you get this a lot. Yeah. What's it like to hear this from former players? Well, I don't get it as in-depth as Brian as, as was just putting it. But I think that the um, you know, you hit the nail on the head. I really do think that the way they use me is almost like a fullback With a lot of the pulling. I kind of lead up in the hole on a linebacker. And then, like you were just saying, I tell the running backs a lot of times, "Hey, just follow me, come off my block, and it's going to work out. And I think, um, you know, you hit the nail on the head. What I offer is versatility. I'm, I have my weaknesses. There's things that uh, I'm not the best at. But I'm fortunate enough to play for a coaching staff that uses me, uh, uses my strengths to my advantage. And, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to play with a lot of great guys next to me, a lot of great running backs behind me. I get to watch another one play this weekend with Sean McCoy. And, um, you know, I've been blessed. Smart man.
0: I think
1: um, I remember in Minnesota I got to interview Travis, and that's where me and him really first connected and kind of started our friendship. And I remember asking him, you know, how is this like watching your brother? And he was like, dude, I'm going all out. I'm going to be the biggest Eagles fan of all time. How big of a Chiefs fan are you right now? You know what?
2: I'm going to – he did it definitely harder than I did it, to be honest with you. Like, after talking to people that kind of have seen us both in the stands, my mom and and, uh, my wife were telling me that Travis was yelling. Yelling. Like screaming on third down with (laughs) everybody else in the stadium. Yeah. And I've been very much focused, so I haven't been doing that. Uh, This next game I'm going to do that. I'm going to make it a point. To really enjoy this game as a fan and be loud and be there, uh, not just you know, overly analytically thinking about everything, but be there and appreciate the moment because I think he did that. Because I'm
1: an older brother, you're an older brother. I'm an older
0: brother, yeah.
2: So I look at my little
1: brother and I always want to take care of him and I want him to succeed so uh, much. Yeah. Sometimes I want him to succeed more than I want to succeed. Yeah. So, like, what's that older brother pride
2: like right now for you? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think you know I definitely feel like you know me and Travis are both who we are today because of each other and being an older brother I felt like you know you have a great uh, responsibility growing up to be there for your brother to to help him out in times of need to and we were fortunate enough to be not just all the way through high school but be that way in college and then I got to follow uh, we both went to cincinnati we both yeah. went to cincinnati and then we were both drafted by the same head coach and andy mm-hmm. reed wow and uh now i won the super bowl in my seventh year and he's getting his opportunity to win it in his wow. seventh year wow so there's a lot of parallels wow. wow and um you know i'm really just happy for the man he is who how far he's come in his whole career uh not just growing up but as a player um so I, I mean i i can't say enough of the good things what is that there? thing
0: that you tell them i mean obviously the super bowl is a whole different game than a regular season game what is that thing that you tell your brother like hey man just make sure you don't tire yourself out before before the game or is yeah. anything
2: well that you have to know it's it's not it, it's it's not like any regular season game but the more you make it like a regular season game the more success you're going to have the more you let the media get to you all the distractions during the week the more you're not going to play the way you used to play. Yeah. Um, and I think you saw that from this team in particular against the Texans. They're a very young team, especially at the skill positions. And you saw them push. They were trying to press. Yeah. And you saw mistakes on special teams. You saw Drops drop early, passes, fumbles. And they spotted them 24. Now, they were so good they scored 50 in two quarters. But that's not going to happen all the time. And, uh, against a great team like San Francisco, I don't know that you're I mean, going to be able to run the clock uh, if you give them that many points early yeah. on. And if they can be where their feet are, they can do their job, do everything that got you to this moment, stay inside of that within the structure of the team. When the ball comes your way, you'll make it play. Don't try to do anything more than your job yeah. and, and execute. And that's the biggest thing I've tried to tell him, and I think hopefully they're pressing uh, to the rest of the team. First,
1: First time I hung out with Patrick Mahomes was with Travis, and it was Final Four last year because of Texas Tech. Yeah. And what was funny was Travis goes to the bathroom, And I'm telling Mahomes how great he is and all that. Just won the MVP. And he goes, you know what? I'm so lucky that I have a tight end like Travis because some quarterbacks go their whole careers without having a tight end like that. Mahomes goes to the bathroom later. And I'm telling Travis, man, he's so humble. And it's as if I told him. He goes, honestly, I'm just so lucky to have a quarterback (laughs) like Mahomes. How happy are you that Travis gets a guy? Now,
2: Alex Smith was good. But to get a guy like mahomes who is transcendent yeah i mean it's you know being able to work with a guy like that is rare um you know you only get a few guys on your team that are transcendent like that if you're lucky for me yeah. i got jason peters early in my career and it was like a mind-blowing i know it's offensive line it's not the sure. quarterback but it was unbelievable to get to play with a guy like that and I'm, the fact that i've been able to do it for nine years has been crazy but for travis and, and patrick um, it's it's been a joy to watch. I mean Travis offers the safety blanket for him and then I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback play the way Patrick does. No. The no look passes, just the the freelancing once the play's broken down. Um, you know, he's a unique talent. He takes he's intelligent enough and uh, and, and analytical enough to take the game plan. Yeah. and then he's also artistic enough and in uh, uh, intuitive enough to Go off of that and create something from nothing. To me, he's if Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers had a baby. Seriously, yeah, and it, 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 that's a yeah, that's a great uh, comparison. Yes, he liked it. <laughs> I just came up with the right which now, which is weird. but and, go yeah, ahead. and then oh, to match up. to match that with the skill guys that they have and the speed they have on the outside, right. it really pairs well with Travis on the inside, oh. being able to work the linebackers and the safeties. Yeah, in. I mean, he's the Bill. Kuhl I don't know right. how you. Stop their offense. To tell you the truth, I don't think you do. Their you, passing attack is unreal. you
1: do what Westbrook says, and you run, 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 and keep them off the field. That's
0: the only it's thing which the Niners could do. Yeah, you take their possessions from twelve down to seven or eight. That's the yes. only way to beat this team. You, you mentioned both of you, you and your brother getting drafted by Andy Reid. When your brother got drafted, and obviously Andy Reid is in Kansas City, what did you tell him about Andy? his thought process and also what does it mean for you if andy is able to get this super Bowl, yeah
2: especially we're for andy so hard man i mean as you know andy is just the epitome of um you know a leader uh a, you know a man's man in this realm of football who at all t- I mean, he may, he may appear very stoic but at all times you're feeling exactly what he's feeling that's right you know whether you did well or whether he does not like what just happened. Yes. And um, he's at all times going to have your back in the media. He's at all times going to be very much uh, the focal point of all the good and all the bad. And as a player, you respect that so much. And, um, I i mean, this has been long overdue for this man. He's been one of the best coaches uh, in the NFL for such a long time. Yes. And to finally, hopefully, get it done this time around would be, i I mean, I'm almost... I mean, there's yeah. my brother, and then Andy's, like, right there with yeah. him. You know, it's like. Yep. And, and, and he,
1: look, he's the same way. Yeah, Westbrook talks about Andy, and it's father figure-esque, but it's also, like, a good person that deserves it. I asked Westbrook, what, has he ever seen Andy take down a steak? And his answer was, I've only seen him eat salads. It's, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> and I don't believe it. I don't think it makes sense. I promise you. I've never seen Andy <laughs> eat, like, meat or anything. I'm just like can you oh,
1: you have you have to have seen him have a meal i haven't no what
2: no i've never seen andy uh, he likes he,
1: close the closet eater he likes yeah, to himself.
2: he, he kind of keeps to himself i guess but um no i think uh and then you know andy obviously drafted both of us and i was there when he drafted my brother and he you know and my brother had some character stuff kind of coming out which is one of the reasons he fell to the third round uh despite being a really talented individual well let's be honest he's kind of an asshole well, I'm he's I'm <laughs> he, he's an asshole in a great way, right? And he's a perfect way, you know. Right. And, and it's guys like that that have that swagger to them, that have that confidence in them. It that, intimidates some. That people. become great players. I yeah. mean, it's hard to make it unless you're a very confident individual. But, anyways, and, and Andy kind of was like, you know, he talked to my brother, talked to me, you know, wanted to make sure that Travis knew that they were invested in him and that they had confidence that he was able to get the job done. And uh, the biggest thing I told Travis was just. You're going to just a head coach who has been successful for such a long time in this league. You don't know how lucky you are yeah. to be going and being with this man right here.
0: One of the things that frustrated me, and I love Andy just like you do, and I still love them despite this, but one of the things that frustrated me the most about Andy was his – Lack of running the football, yeah. and we yeah. kind of see the same thing here in Kansas City. They run the ball, maybe. Now it's maybe, warranted
2: though with the amount of weapons in well, yeah. now, yeah.
0: now you're saying, why would we run it? We get six <laughs> yards. We could get twenty yards with the quarterback. But right. as an offensive lineman, especially when he was in Philadelphia, was there ever any type of feeling that you had like, come on, coach? Look.
2: it's tough for me because I was so young when Andy was there, right. so I didn't have that that veteran mentality. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I was I was just fortunate i was just so thankful to be out there playing right and um so i was more much more a i'm doing whatever this man says but of course you know you jason peters and todd harriman's guys that have been there for a long time every offensive lineman wants to run the ball that's right and and you know pass blocking isn't necessarily our favorite thing to do we'll do it and uh you know we the most important thing is scoring points but uh getting after guys double team guys uh, that's the fun part about offensive line plays so I want to talk Eagles, please. Um, For me, I said this
1: early on, with all the injuries, as crazy as the season was, to go on that run late, for Carson Wentz to have no weapons, and for me, show everybody what he's capable of doing to win the division, to beat the Cowboys. I know we always went into the Super Bowl. I said it to him, this feels like a success. Even though we didn't go far in the playoffs and all that, but I was wondering, with all the drama that happened with last offseason, with the stories and all that shit, and then this year for Carson to throw it on his back, did it kind of feel like a little bit of vindication, like
2: all that stuff is done now, all systems go? Almost oh, most definitely. Yeah, and I think and it wasn't just last season. We saw a little bit of that early on this season. Yeah. And, and to be, and most of the time, these things manifest themselves when you're losing games. And you didn't see people say this about Carson as a rookie when he nope. came out of nowhere. Nope. You didn't see people say it the year that he was having an MVP season yep. and got uh, unfortunately ended because of an ACL tear. Um, you see this when things aren't going well because then all of a sudden when guys aren't having the type of year they want or things aren't happening uh, the way they're used to them happening, that's when you start to see finger pointing and you start to see um, excuses start to manifest themselves. And um, – but you're not that kind of guy. Well, no, I, I think that everybody's looking for finger pointing and, and, and everybody's looking for reasons to why the not yeah. just players, coaches, front office, and players a lot of time are at the, the bottom of that rung, kind of feeling all that from the coaches, fans, gotcha. and media. But I think um, whenever these things start to manifest themselves, especially when you're losing, you gotta take him with a grain of salt and you gotta just and that's why I'm so happy that we ended the season where we did. Yes. He did have vindication. He did prove that he can get it done in crucial situations in meaningful football games because we were pretty much in playoff season mode right. the last four or five games. Yep. Like we were in one game loss and we were done. That's right. And and he you saw him get it done in two minute drills. You saw him get it done in the fourth quarter. Yes. And um, you know, I think that I was really just happy for him to kind of put a lot of this to bed. But then and- McCown
1: goes out there with a torn butt <laughs> like yeah. what the hell were y'all saying in the huddle man? It's the playoffs mm-hmm. McCown comes out there and you're like you were like coaching football four months
2: ago like yeah. for he, he was a soul like that must have been crazy and you're the one snapping on the ball. Yeah and I'm trying to make sure that we're like you know, me and Josh had, had very minimal snaps, so my snaps can be hot now. I, I'd like to <laughs> I like to get moving, so I'm trying to take a little bit off of my snaps to make him feel comfortable. And you know, Josh offered a lot the entire season. He was a veteran presence. He's a guy that had been in the league for a long time. Such a good guy. He was a great guy for that room with Carson and, and Nate and 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 for the team in general. And um, unfortunately, we couldn't get it done. He got close. We got inside the 15 yard line four times. You had a chance. We just couldn't get it in the end zone. Uh, kind of shot ourselves in the foot with a couple penalties there. Um, but, you know, what a great job by him in a crucial situation. And again, what a great job by the coaches to, you know, scrap the game plan and let's get the, what this guy does best in the middle of the game. Yes. So that's just kind of And You, that's, mean, you know,
0: yeah. it's, it's funny because I play with a lot of good players, but I kind of want to remind people with this guy. What, what year are you in? 11?
2: No, nine. 9. 9, okay, 9. Okay, that's, that, that, yeah. that's
0: even better. So there was games where I'm watching you in pregame, I'm like, yeah, Jason's not right. And I'm saying in multiple games, not yeah. just one. And I think that you I can say this about your entire career, mm-hmm. the, they're great. You know, and, I, and I can put Jason in that category because he's been great these last few years here, mm-hmm. probably more than that. They play hurt. In every single game, I've seen it look like your knee hurts, look like your ankles hurt, not practicing a lot, just doing different things, your hands, you got everything taped up on your body. But he still goes out there and plays every single game. And not only plays, I'm talking about dominates to the point where he's a, a an all-pro every single year. And that's been impressive. That's the kind of thing that former players, you respect this man yes. because of that. Because he just goes out there and he doesn't complain, hasn't mentioned the injury. The only time you really know that he's hurt is at the end of the season. We'll say, oh, Jason's getting this surgery. surgery. Or he's doing this, that, and the other. Yeah. And I appreciate that about him. But I want to talk about, not even but, I want to talk about Doug Peterson because I think that there was a point in the season where you guys could have been like, probably with four or five games left, it would have been very easy for you guys to say, you know what, this ain't our year, shit just ain't going right, and we're going to kind of fold the tent. And it had to be a combination of the veterans and the head coach saying something. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure what it was to get the guys back on the ship to say, listen, I don't care what happened against the, the Seahawks. I don't care what happened in Miami or the Patriots game. And now we're just going to move full, you know, full speed ahead and go win four or five games. That's right. You had get the in locker the room
2: speech, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I think everybody kind of talked a little bit. That was in me. Take the roles. credit. I don't. But
1: um, I think <laughs> no, that, he's a humble man. Yes. I want to know credit. what you
2: said. Uh, that'll stay... Even if
1: it's a summary, can I get like a hype, like a one-sentence of summary? No. Damn. But I think
2: what you... Give me you the see, jersey back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, kidding, but the wine it's the jersey What you saw with, with Doug is the thing that he's been, since he's been here, like, he's been at all times a player's coach, has the guys back, and he is so unique in the fact that he's been able to overcome all this his entire career. Like, the year we won the Super Bowl, we lose Carson Wentz, Jason Peters, Darren Sproles, you know... Uh, he, I mean, the list goes on, mm-hmm. and we find a way to get it done. This year, we lose every starting receiver on the roster, and we're out there with guys that uh, quite literally had never played in the NFL before, right. and we're finding a way to manufacture uh, an NFL offense to score points. And part of that's unbelievable job by Carson Wentz and the guys that were, up, that were out there and these receivers like you know Greg Ward and you know the running back like Boston Scott. Unreal. Uh, to, to seek that opportunity and, and make something of it. And um, – and, and the coaches, I mean, with, with Doug and, and really the receivers coaches and Mike Groh and Carson Welsh, to be able to take those guys and get them ready for the game, um, I mean, that's that's that, in my opinion, is what me, what makes a great coach. You have your style of offense and you have what you go into the game with yep. and what you go into the season with. Now what do you do when it doesn't go as planned? What happens when the uh, pervert – am I allowed to swear? Yes. When the shit hits the fan. Tell them. What, what happens, right? Yeah and i think that you've seen with doug uh from the moment he's been in philly the ability to adapt and adjust and uh and, and that's what's been really uh fun to be a part of
1: to end this i want everyone to close their eyes and i want you to visualize okay. yeah please okay. i know you're wearing My sunglasses <laughs> i don't believe you and the kansas city chiefs have won the super bowl okay uh-huh. the gaslight district in kansas city is shut down the parade is going through Andy Reid talks, Patrick Mahomes talks, and then Travis Kelsey takes the podium. Jason, what are we going to get if he is at that podium? What are you seeing right now? Only the Lord knows.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, Travis. You know,
0: Travis seems it, much wilder than you, though. Well, like, that's he, the
2: thing. We're, we're both because yours was wild. Yeah, we're both very. Um, passionate individuals I'm much more reserved on, uh-huh. on average than my brother uh, but when push comes to shove if I have something that I'm very passionate about I'm not afraid to step up and voice that opinion and obviously my brother is not either good so I I can't wait to hopefully uh, get to witness that because I'm sure he's gonna have something fired up I mean if he had you
1: gotta fight for your right to the championship game yeah you know it's coming harder the Super Bowl well
2: I'm just hoping yeah 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 you yeah. gotta win the game first now let
0: win the game first
2: did you just say we yeah. it's officially on baby
0: on. I'm
1: excited
2: <laughs> the Kelseys
0: are a clan they gotta get it <laughs> together
1: let me wrap it up with this not only is an all pro I got to witness him and his brother doing a fashion show and they donated $80,000 wow. to the youth in Cleveland it's to make huge. sure they go to after school programs you just had a baby It
0: beautiful yeah you I hung up with family? your wife. Did your you wife tell you this? What? I hung up with your wife. She came to a Dillon game. With she, Chandler, didn't with, she did with, tell with, me. She uh, did tell me this. Mac, okay. Uh, Thank God. Mac yes. Hollins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Mac yeah, Hollins. <laughs> yeah, Mac Hollins, Broke right. That's boy. right. She was great. She was, Kelsey?
2: Kelsey, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Well, Kylie Kelsey. Kylie, Kylie Kelsey. Yeah. Sorry. So happy for you. Oh,
1: so sorry. happy oh, you all got this, to come here and join us. I hope you enjoy the journey and the jersey as well.
2: Yes. I can't wait to frame this thing.
1: And I honestly, I need you to sign this, though. Did you sign this yet? Not with my real name. Oh, sign you're signing we, this before we get out And of I'm going to tell you this right now. If the Chiefs win, <laughs> we're partying together Sunday night. Let's Deal. do it. Let's Deal. do it. I appreciate you, brother. You're Always. Fan, bro. you
0: know that. Give it yes. up.
1: Thank you Jason, much. Much. Kelsey.
0: This guy oh. right here is an absolute beast.
1: Oh, yeah. Am I going to do it live? Okay. Come on. I'll oh, give man. you my John
2: Hancock. Put it someplace I can. <laughs> it'll be. I'll put it right displayed. over here There we go.
0: This jersey is worth double the amount right now.
2: <laughs> Two or, cents. Or half the
0: amount right now. Awesome. One or the other.
1: Love you, buddy. Seriously. Thank you for doing this. Always. One more time, you, all pro belt. Jason Kelsey. I'll take it that. Thank you.
0: We didn't even bring up the mullet. We literally didn't even bring it up.
1: I said it when he got here. But right. look at him, man. He's he's ready to be on a boat going down the bayou. Having a good old time Impressive. with some jubilaya. And as he leaves, we have another... Big time guest, former first round pick, ready to dominate the cornerback position for the Cleveland Browns for the next decade. His last name is Ward, so and you might as you well man. call him the I warden. Denzel Ward. Yeah.
3: Good to see you, brother. How are I got you,
1: one man? of the Eanes brothers in the house, so you know it's serious. I've never met you before.
3: Oh uh, no, first time. First how time. you feeling, bro? Really great. How about you?
1: What do you think of Super Bowl?
3: Man, I'm loving. it. I'm loving. It's my first time getting the whole experience and coming down here, so I've definitely been enjoying
1: it. Now, you're, we're now here. You experience as a player. Yes. We're experiencing this media. Uh-huh. As a player, are you just like thought and bopping out here? Like, what's nah, the deal? Nah, okay. Nah, I was nah.
0: I
3: Come on. Man.
1: Nah. Oh, I mean, it's Party Central. Where am I at? It Miami? is Miami, though. So yeah. yeah.
3: That's true. Yeah, I'm just hanging out though here with my team and everybody and just enjoying the experience.
0: How old are you? 21, 22? 22. Years. So, listen, when you're 22, he's you probably starting about yeah. a little bit. I mean, I don't, a I don't see a wedding ring. Live. So, yeah, having a little bottle
1: at story. We're doing well. No, but, you know, you came in with such a splash. You came in with Baker and every, oh, right away you were the one showing out right away. That's right. Now we got two years, right? First year, shocked the world. You guys are looking great. Second year, a little bit more humbling. Now that you have both perspectives, what are, we, what are we mentally going into year three with?
3: Yeah, just going in focus, ready to get to work. Uh, coming, Got the new coaches coming in, so looking forward to meeting them, Coach Stefanski and uh, the team that the Hasms put together. So just a focused mindset and ready yes. to get
1: to work. I, I had, had Odell here earlier. I mean, you guys got the ballers. We do. We got the you got the roster, team, bro. The
0: one of the big things that I, I heard Odell say, I heard a lot of guys on your team say, is that you need a guy that can come in that has league credibility, that can say all right this is the way we're going we're all marching the same way and we're going in this direction is that the same way that you felt about it or did you know because in the nfl there there are players coaches there are guys that you can kind of walk all over or there's guys that are going to say i'm tom coughlin and if you don't do it my way you're out the door what was your feeling about the new head coach and the the thought process of that guy coming in
3: yeah i haven't really got a chance to meet uh of course the fans in person yet but so I'm just looking forward to getting there and meeting him and just getting a whole vibe for how the whole team's going to be, the whole system's going to go.
1: I know that you guys faced the Niners, and you got to experience that run offense and kind of how it works. I believe that Kyle Shannon is the best play caller in the NFL because you're just always on your toes. What was it like to face that offense? What is the Chiefs defense about to experience?
3: So Really, I I didn't play that game. Yeah. So I didn't even play
1: it. Yeah, but, like, you're watching the game film. Right, right. You're seeing your teammates. They're coming off the field. Like, that was also one where it, I think it was, like, 30-3, to 3 and it was just it was big. In, yeah. What was it like to watch your team face that
0: offense?
3: Yeah, to watch it was great. Like you said, he, he's definitely a great play caller. It was plays where I'm looking on one side of the field and the ball's on the other side. I'm like, yes. man, I didn't even. Debo
1: Samuel in the right. reverse. Yeah. Exactly.
3: He's definitely a great play caller, and uh,
0: they got a lot on their hands come, come game time. Man. So you've seen, obviously, you've seen Patrick Mahomes, and that with that offense brings to the game. And we, I don't know that we've seen this type of collection of speed no. throughout an entire receiving core. I mean, you throw Kelsey in there as well. I mean, if, if you let's say you're on the defensive side of the ball for the 49ers. what's the main thing that you're focused on? Are you saying we got to keep our eyes? Focused on the, you know, the, the formation, the design. We got to understand the play design. I mean, what are the things that you're thinking about as a defensive guy when you when you have an offense uh, like the Kansas City Chiefs coming at you?
3: Yeah, for me, I think it's just everybody just doing their job, doing whatever the game plan says. If that's taking away one guy, then making sure that a guy is over top of them, and that's what it's supposed to be. So everybody just doing their job and everything being disciplined. Else, yeah, playing discipline, Everything else mm-hmm. will take care of itself.
1: See, that's all fine and good until you get up on the line and you're looking at Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Well, you're
3: probably going to have a guy over top of yourself. Right,
1: but that's that's what's so crazy about the Chiefs is it's 4-3, 4-3, yeah. 4-3, the running back's 4-3, and you got an all-pro Travis Kelsey across the middle. I just, every corner I've ever talked to, Tyreek is the one guy that I think scares everybody. And it's respectful scared. It's not feared scared. Just that level of speed. Odell has that speed, but Tyreek, it's like, a whole other level, man.
0: Well, what do you do with that type of speed? Yeah. Are you are you man to man bumping the line of scrimmage, be physical with them, and try your best to run, or are you saying I'm going to play a little bit off? I'm going to allow him to do his thing and just make a tackle when he catches the football.
3: Yeah, I think you got to play games with someone like that. You got to know where your help is. So if you're going to play off, you know you got some help inside and in knowing where the windows are and just being able to play within your defense.
1: Man, I'm excited for you guys because I think what's about to happen is a lot of people are going to write you off this offseason. And I think that y'all, like, I can only imagine what Miles Garrett's doing right now. Yeah. I can only imagine Miles Garrett He's
0: getting ready is to in dominate. the gym, yeah.
1: just lifting weights and staring in the mirror. How was he personally? Because everyone stood up for his character after the whole thing I'm with Mason Rudolph. How was it for him to be deemed a villain and all that stuff? Because I'm sure you guys know what his personality actually is. Definitely.
3: Yeah, Miles is a great guy. Great guy. We stand behind Miles and just looking forward for him to get back in because he's a big factor of us winning games and uh, leading this franchise along. So definitely looking forward to getting him back. And it hurt us when he did.
1: Where were, Where were you when that happened?
3: Yeah, I was on the field, but I didn't see the actual interaction happen. When Mason and Miles Zig get into, it, I just seen a bunch of guys starting to.
1: And so you run in, you're like, All right, you gonna help the teammates?" Right, right. When did you officially see what happened on the oh, jumbotron or after the game? Yeah, on the jumbotron. And what was your reaction then?
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I was shocked, but I mean, just you also gotta think about the emotions of the game oh. and things that happen, like just split second decisions. And I know he regrets it, but Miles, of Miles is a great guy. And,
0: because the game was over at that time right well, i mean they got I mean, a couple more He's seconds left yeah listen we
1: did a game show the other night and in terms of most punchable faces in the nfl i think mason rudolph was two <laughs> so i'm not blaming anybody i think he just kind of has he got a duke face Get i'm just telling you he got a duke face
0: the the, the, biggest, tough. the biggest question about your team has to be your quarterback and i think almost with every team is your quarterback position but We want to see, I think everybody wants to see Baker Mayfield be successful. What do you see in your young quarterback, and what do you think he has to do the most to be an improved quarterback coming into this season?
3: Oh, I think he knows that more himself, but Baker, he doesn't lack confidence at all. That's what I like about Baker. So I know he's going to come in, put the work in. He's going to do what he has to do and make plays and help us win ball games.
0: You know, Freddie Kitchens, this is a big question that I had. Freddie Kitchens, I I thought he was a cool guy. You know, I I didn't know that he had the coaching ability to get you guys where you needed to go. What was the feeling about him after being promoted from running back coach to offensive coordinator and then from offensive coordinator to head coach? What was the feeling about him coming into the season?
3: Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know him personally coming into the season because he was more on the offensive side, so I didn't work too much with him being on the defensive side of the ball. But... I mean, Freddie, he was a great guy, and I'm sure he's going to get another opportunity somewhere else.
1: You know what that's like? Yo, what's up? I'm
0: trying to talk to your girl. I haven't seen you. You know what she's like? Oh, she's a great girl. She's cool. Yeah, that means I don't want to mess with I'm her. I'm good. Yeah, no, no I'm thank good. you. good. No, thank you. Um, got all a right. brand new tattoo right here. Let's check. This yeah, is brand do, new. I what do we get? It's still peeling, yeah, I can tell. Yeah,
3: I got a scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay. Yep, this no, nice. There's no fear down here. Yep. When are we getting
0: the braces off?
3: Oh, right before the season.
1: Right before the season? Quentin Williams on here earlier, and he's like, I'm going to get my teeth white and all <laughs> that stuff. I cannot let you leave without giving me a prediction.
3: Oh, I got the Chiefs, Chiefs in a close game. Ooh, we AFC
1: talking teams. we talking 20s, we talking 30s. i say 30s.
3: 30s. It feels like that, right? It feels like that.
1: He is a kid that came out here right away putting up numbers, shutting people down. It's a new regime in Cleveland, and I think the new man on the block is going to get it done. Can I get him a round of applause, please, for Denzel Ward?
0: Good job, brother. Appreciate it. Good to You're the see man, you, brother. brother. Good work.
1: And now I need cuz now we got Denzel's prediction. Appreciate you, brother. Keep kicking ass, man. Make sure Aaron and, and, and those brothers. Come on, man. Eans. listen. Westbrook. Yeah, what's up, buddy? You are not allowed to leave without an official prediction. Okay, I got a prediction for you. We knew Kelsey was going Chiefs. Of course. I knew Ward was going Chiefs. Yeah,
0: AFC. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Chiefs. You're going Chiefs, too? Okay. Raphael
1: Poplock is going Niners,
0: which he works a Bleach Report. What, what are you doing? You know, I, I just think, when I think about the game, I say, well, if they take away what you do best, do you have a second punch? And I said, if, if they take away the pass game from Patrick Mahomes, does that offense have a second punch? Not really. I mean, not, I shouldn't even say not really. No is the answer to that. Is there defense? But that's
1: like asking, what if water's not wet?
0: Yeah, well, go with me. Like Mahomes going to go, okay, I'll go with we'll you. Go with me. I'll chill. Is their defense good enough to take away everything that the 49ers could do and win the game? Probably not. And so but I look on the offensive side for the 49ers, I think that the run game is good enough to win. We've seen that in the playoffs. That's good enough to win. Okay, let's say they take away the run game. Let's take away their, their number one thing. The pass game. I believe heavily. And you already mentioned Kyle Shanahan is the best best game, the best uh, game plan yes. type of guy, schemer. He puts guys in motion, does a lot of different things. You add Jimmy G in there. And I think and you already mentioned what Warren Shop said. Jimmy G is not as bad as people have kind of made him out to be. Right. So can they win the game by throwing the football against this defense? Yeah, I, I think they can. So let's say they take away the run game. Then they can they throw the ball and win? Absolutely. Let's say for some reason the Kansas City Chiefs are able to take away the run game and the pass game. Is this defense of the 49ers good enough to win a game all by themselves? They had 27 takeaways this season. They, they're getting after the quarterback. Yeah, I think they are. I think they can find a way so to get a take So you're going to go off. Niners. So I'm going to Typical, typical former 49er right here. Well, that's what it that's, is.
1: You're going to be retired as former Niner Brian Westbrook. That's right. Can I get a ring at that point, too? When, when that would be win nice. I'll say this. I think the two images that you're going to see, I said one earlier. You're going to see Nick Bosa on the sideline huffing and puffing. And I think you're going to see Robert Salah like this.
0: I'm wondering what's Just going looking on.
1: confused. Because I think – like, look, if you want to talk prop bets, here are the ones that Sharp said. Okay. So take these to the bank. Number one, Mahomes will have twenty-two and a half more rushing yards than Jimmy G. That's the type of bet that you a
0: prop you can bet. Well he's averaging fifty-three, but I'm with you there.
1: The other one is Kyle Uzek will have over five and a half yards on his first touch, which I think is genius, and I'm gonna bet that too. Who is the player? that you think no
0: one is thinking about right now that could have a huge game during Super Bowl Sunday? There, there are two players that nobody has mentioned for the 49ers. Nobody has mentioned Emmanuel Sanders at all. That's because he hasn't had great games in a long time. But I think that he's one of these guys that can slowly – I mean, he's fast enough to do it. And he also is kind of sneaky in the way that they find different ways to get him to football. So I, 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 my first guy is Emmanuel Sanders. The second guy is Deebo Samuel. I, I, again, it's weird because they haven't thrown the ball very much. He's kind of got lost in the shuffle, but he's great in the pass game. He also gets the ball out of the backfield. Those jet sweeps, they're are they're, they're, They just they 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 hurt a defense in a whole different way because you're so focused on the running back core yes. of the 49ers, and now you have Samuel going in motion and him getting it to the edge. And so those are two guys that I think that are for the – the 49ers that people haven't mentioned. Also, you know, I don't know that people have mentioned him a lot, but they should because he is a third guy for the, the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's Sammy Watkins, who just came off a great game. So, my, my two receivers that people are not talking about number one is Sammy Watkins. Right.
1: I've already said this feels like the Sammy Watkins redemption story. The first wide receiver taken in a draft with Odell Beckham. Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, one of the greatest wide receiver drafts of all time. He went first. He's on his third team, and he's going to be the first one to win a Super Bowl. That's what I think. The second one, San Francisco 49ers. No one is talking about this guy. Kendrick Bourne, I believe, will be a guy that you go, who the F is this guy? I'm telling you, he's going to get out. There's number 84. The prop bet on him is going to be like 10, 20 yards. Connor Rogers is not his head. He's pointing at me. He literally just flashed me $200 and said, I'll put it on there for you. Kendrick Bourne, to me, this is a game in the 30s. You I like so? the Chiefs a lot.
0: So you're taking the over.
1: I'm taking red Gatorade because both Ooh. teams are wearing red. I just, I'm feeling fruit punch. That's how I'm feeling. I think they're going to show Andy Reid as the first coach during the National Anthem. That's another prop bet. And I'm going to take the under in the National Anthem length. Okay. And if you parlay all of them, you can get the salary of George at a stock of stack of apocalypse. I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's a hell, a hell of a stack of
1: apocalypse.
0: Um, we have a lot of people here that love you. Man. Anything you want to say to them before we go? Well, thank you so much for supporting the podcast all season long. You guys have been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for supporting... Um, everything that we do, man. You know, I enjoy working with you. It's been great, and that's obviously been great working with you. Another Eagles fan, and you know, watching our Eagles fandom grow over the, the you know, we, because remember, we put them in a the coffin, we put them in the grave, oh. we put them in the ground. They oh. came back. You know, we jumped on the bandwagon of a few teams, and I think, I think those teams have a big time future coming yes. ahead. But I certainly want to thank the fans and. My guy, David. Uh, how could you not date my guy, David? Your man crush, David He's yeah, My guy. We didn't get a chance to hang out during the Super Bowl. He's working yeah. all day long. I got to get him to dinner at some point. All right, I need everybody's help really
1: quick. If you believe that the Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl, let me get some noise. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. If you believe the Niners are winning the Super Bowl, let me get some noise.
0: Okay. There's like three people.
1: Yeah, but I, they, they're really Three smart winners. people. I got smart people at this table. Yes. I got my man that has been enjoying Doritos, Locos, Tacos. There you I go. I can see he's had a lot. Raphael Poplock, it's in his veins. But, Ingber, who are you picking? He's going Niners. Now, this is a smart man so right Ingber's there. going smart Niners. Smart man right there. Westbrook's going Niners. Yes. I'm going Chiefs. He's going Chiefs. I'm the lone wolf, and I'm happy to be the lone wolf. David Engberg, thank you for doing this all season long. It's been a blast. Brian Westbrook, it's been great to call you a friend. Absolutely. I can't wait to enjoy this weekend. To the 33%, I love you with all of my heart. You're the best. I'm rooting for the Chiefs because I'm trying to party at the club with Patrick Mahomes. I'm just going to put it out on the line. I don't really care. And if I do... I'm going to put the video on BR Gridiron because you are here at the BR Gridiron house. Thank you, to everybody, at Bleacher Report, Turner, Warner Media. You guys make this all possible. I love you. For David Ingber, come here. Say something. Say something.
3: Say something.
1: For David Ingber.
3: The 49ers are going to take this one. 31-24.
1: Ooh. For Brian Westbrook.
3: The Rocket Man.
1: I am the L-E-F-K-O-E man. And we will holla, holla, holla at you later. Have a good night, everybody.
0: Good job brother.